to the best five-minute wine podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly. From the seed to the glass, wine has a past. Our aim at the best five-minute wine podcast is to look for adventure at wineries around the globe. After all, grape minds think alike. Let's start the adventure. Our featured winery is... We continue our conversation with Matt Burson, vintner and winery owner of Portland Wine Company, home of Love and Squalor Wine. That had to be kind of a difficult, rocky transition from working in the restaurant industry, going over to becoming winery owner. Yeah, I knew that. I knew the whole. I knew how to sell a bottle of wine, you know. But when I talked about elevage or fermentation or anything like that, I had no idea what the actual <laughs> physical reality of that was. And to go down to the winery and start rolling barrels around and cleaning them and and seeing the lees coming out the bottom of them going down the drain. It was really a real eye-opener, and I liked it. Plus, I was burned out of restaurant work. I sort of reached the end about, you know, I did it for about 12 years, uh, pretty hardcore. It was, time, it was time for a change. It was a good crossroads in my life and career. I see from your website that you were rescued from the restaurant grind by a band of marauding Oregon winemakers. And then you traveled to New Zealand and other parts around the entire world. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, I mean, you know, hanging around with Patty Green and Jimmy Brooks and Jay Summers and Andrew Rich and the people down at the Carlin Winemakers Studio, people were talking about working harvests abroad. And it was sort of, I wasn't aware of it, but it's sort of like, you know, someone out of culinary school would go and stage at a restaurant in Europe to get some chops. And it's sort of the same thing. And like I said, I was, I was at a crossroads in my life. I ended a relationship. Uh, I didn't have any responsibilities, job, kid, house. So I was like, well, I could do that. So through, actually through Patty Green's recommendation, I reached out to Larry McKenna, uh, who I didn't know at all. Little did I know he's considered the Prince of Pinot in New Zealand, but she knew him because he'd come out to Oregon a number of times for the International Pinot Noir celebration. And I sent him an email with my very light winemaking resume and said, hey, Patty said I should reach out to you. And he said, sure mate come on down um so that began so i put all my stuff all my belongings into my friend's basement and uh hopped on a plane um so that started my sort of few years of of travel you know i figured i i was about i was about 30 years old and uh i didn't really want to go back to school and i was already learning so much just working with these amazing winemakers and i figured i could go that route and i wanted to get as many harvests under my belt as I could in as short a time as I could, because uh, it seemed to me, rightly, that that's when thousands of decisions made during the creation of a wine, but a good 85% of them are made during harvest, whether it's when to pick or uh, how to ferment, you know, when to press, how to barrel, etc. And I wanted to be exposed to as much of that as possible. What a great opportunity to be able to do that. You mentioned going back to school, which, you know, you're kind of just restricted to book learning where you had the opportunity to actually go on site and get your hands dirty, your feet dirty in the vineyard. You mentioned that that's incredibly hard work. You also mentioned business minutiae. You know, the minutiae is where the small details lie. What is your definition of business minutiae? Well, I mean, it's all well and good to put some wine in a barrel, taste it every week and get excited about it and figure out a label and, you know, work with an artist to design it and 
you know, it's that's all exciting and lovely, you know, like w- whatever it is, waiting for a flower to bloom or putting the glaze on a pot. At some point you end up with 50, 60, 70 cases of wine and you have to figure out one, how to sell that, you know, which can also be fun. But for a lot of people, particularly people who are into farming, can be a little daunting. And also you need to create a business to support that, What you know, with uh, licensing and reporting and uh, quick booking and all that really romantic wine stuff. That's all it means. And it, it's, I certainly don't get bogged down in it. Fortunately, I have a great bookkeeper and some other people to help keep me on the straight and narrow uh, when it comes to the business part. My wife and I are the sole owners, which is great because it's it's what we own and we can make every decision without any without having to bend to anybody else's opinions. But we're also wholly responsible for everything in it, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and we don't have any help from financial backers or people with, you know, a business background. Thank you for listening. I'm Forrest Kelly. This episode of the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast was produced by iHism. If you like the show, please tell your friends and pets and subscribe. Until next time, pour the wine and ponder your next adventure. Hi, before you go, we have exciting news. The Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast has teamed with a breakthrough technology and added a new feature on our website that's bound to elevate your podcast experience. Here is where we need your help. Trying to remember something from an episode? Don't worry. Search for it and we will find it for you. Have you ever thought you could just ask questions and chat about the episodes as if you were talking to me? Well, now you can. That's right. Our episodes are now interactive and they're waiting to have a conversation with you. Jump into a chat with our podcast and let's get the conversation started. Try it out and tell us what you think. Click on the banner at the top of the website, thebestwinepodcast.com to try it. 